And good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital 5-Minute Morning Minor. It's Friday, November the 25th, and I hope you had a good evening last night, Paul, for your Thanksgiving. And tonight, of course, we have England versus the United States of America. So I know who you're rooting for, Paul, but I'm afraid you're going to lose. <laughs> you're feeling real confident, I see. Um, you're going to lose. Okay. <laughs> what do you think the score will be? Uh, well, I'm afraid to uh, predict that, actually. Just depends on who scores, uh, whose defense breaks down, I guess, is the best way to put it. Football pundit. All right, let's move <laughs> on to mining. Uh, where Actually, I'd say the first thing I'll just come upon is uh, it's quite a new. We, we had, I think, four lithium companies in our office yesterday in total. Uh, and yet there's this weird thing. I mean, there is no question of doubt there is an almighty squeeze going on in lithium. And of course, some market investors are saying it's just a squeeze. It'll come back off again. But I think they're missing the point slightly that actually there just isn't enough lithium out there and certainly short term to uh, supply the EV factories and the, and the, the, the people who need all this lithium. Uh, I, one of the lithium companies I was talking to yesterday said that he had been approached by numerous Chinese companies saying that anything he produces, anything for the next five years, they will buy it all and at a premium to today's price. And yet. Lithium equity stocks are coming off in Australia last night. They were very weak. I mean, what's your view on that, Paul? Well, like like you say, it's not it's not a question of whether or not there is a lithium market out there. The uh, the problem is is that that just now that we've had the uh, commitments of the battery cell makers and the automakers, uh, they can build and have built, including the Chinese, uh, have built these factories, and now they're empty. They have a surplus. Uh, equipment standing idle because this the mining sector cannot produce enough battery grade chemical at this point for them and that's both at the mine stage and also at the intermediate and, and uh, chemical refining stage there just is not enough um, industrial capacity at the moment to meet the need I mean we're going to come on to that a little bit there's a few things I've got to say but I mean I think that we really are building up at the moment uh, because again, I was talking to some of these lithium companies and saying, look, I know you're all focused on lithium, but you know, what about things like manganese, um, graphite, tin? You know, aren't we about to see exactly the same that we've just seen in lithium in, in those as well? And their answer was very simple. Yes. Um, and actually, I think we are about to go into a mega, mega bull market for mining. I mean, the lack of investment has just been so extraordinary. And yet the world just doesn't exist without mining people don't understand it you know just listening to this podcast if you listen to it on your iphone the amount of metals in there is extraordinary just you know eating your food in the evening how do you think your plates made your cutlery is made people don't understand that mining is a without it the world doesn't go around anyway we, we don't want to get into that but we are you know it's, it's so exciting now talking of which lithium companies we did i, I had lake and atlantic in our office yesterday we also had a little drinks evening. We had um, Alchemy Capital, American Lithium, and Sierra Madre presenting. Uh, and Paul, you better talk this morning. I mean, uh, Alchemy Capital, which is building the Tees Valley Lithium plant, they've just got planning approval this morning. We did a placing back in August at a pound. They are now trading over three pounds. Anybody says you can't make money in this market, it's wrong. You can. That's been an amazing start. But Paul, just quickly talk us through Alchemy. Yes, it's a real simple uh, statement out here today and with very meaningful. They have received the planning permission up there for the Tees Valley uh, chemical plant uh, to uh, 
uh, to uh, be placed uh, where they intend to place it up there in the uh, uh, port uh, uh, Freeport area, and uh, that mean that's the first of um, of uh, four key thresholds, I think, or milestones that you want to see around the alchemy uh, alchemy capital uh, story for the Tees Valley project. The uh, following ones, which they hope to complete in coming uh, months, uh, and I do see it mean months, not years. Uh, it should. Uh, uh, my view is it should all be in place by the summer of next year. Uh, they need to sign uh, offtake agreements of who's going to take their uh, lithium hydroxide chemical from the first train. They need to sign the people uh, who or the miners who are going to provide the concentrates or the lithium product into the plant. And they also need to finalize and sign and have delivered the uh, construction finance capex. So we've got the first piece. Now we just need these remaining three pieces. Uh, and they will come. Uh, Paul Athley has got a very clear plan. If you listen to him speak, say, uh, he was speaking at our office last night to a group of high net worths. Uh, if you're not signed up with VSA and want to get all these invitations, etc., do sign up with us. Uh, the plan is very clear, very simple, and I'm absolutely confident he will execute on it. Uh, right, that's probably enough on that one, Paul. Um, we just, actually, probably worth Ken Mayer revised down guidance today, didn't they? They did. They've uh, had uh, hiccups here with uh, grid power uh, interruptions uh, from the uh, government, and as a result, they're going to miss the low end of guidance that on ilmenite and rutile production that they had made early in the year. It's a miss of just a few percent or so, but it does mean that uh, the they will now no longer produce more than 1.1 million tons of ilmenite and 9,500 tons of rutile. Um, as opposed to what they had uh, previously thought, which would be a bit more in both. Zircon is going to stay the same, uh, they feel, however, but uh, it is a little bit of a disappointment uh, for shareholders and the company itself as well, uh, given that the uh, mineral sands of uh, commodities prices are so strong. Yeah, I mean, it is, um, as you say, it's, it's a mineral sands. We have to just watch out for other ones within that space. Um, now, we did, uh, I, I don't think we need to come in, we had late yesterday some uh, Q3 production results from Guanajuato Silver. Uh, they're over in town next week, we're doing a lot of marketing with them. We do talk about them a lot. Somebody did say, Andrew, you seem to talk about them every day. Uh, it's just that it's a damn good company. Uh, but we'll skip over that one, Paul, because say anybody wants to know about that, come and talk to us next week, the company's in town. Uh, anything else you wanted to mention uh, today? Well, just uh, real quickly, there's a little bit of a delay too on uh, dual-listed neo-metals European Primobius uh, Recycling uh, subsidiary. They uh, have put off uh, some of the uh, timeline on their um, recycling technology program uh, there for uh, Germany in order to complete some more studies and tests. So we're now looking at uh, late uh, Q2 now as opposed to um, mid uh, um uh, or end of the first quarter. It'll be late in the second quarter that they'll uh, get this timeline in line. <laughs> Very good. Uh, we'll call it there, Paul. I hope everybody has a nice weekend. If anybody's got anything they want us to talk about or any comments, by the way, please uh, always let us know. It's fascinating to hear what people think. Uh, but enjoy your weekend. Thanks. Very good.